0: Hey guys and welcome to a year in review from Funbase Alpha.
1: Y- let's listen to that
0: song. There will be music, there will be dancing. If if it makes more Hey guys, and welcome to another podcast. This is Nick, and with me is Ryan. Always. And today we're doing a uh, FunBase Podcast episode 43, mm-hmm. a year in review, because it's already been, well, not quite a year, but it's the end of 2016. Yeah. And uh, I think it's a good time for us to take a look at everything we've been doing in the last year. Yeah. Uh, Merry Christmas, everybody, because this is going to be the last one we're going to do for the year, and I know it's coming out maybe the uh, day or two before Christmas. And, you know, like Hanukkah... And- no, Merry, I'm only wishing people a Merry Christmas if they celebrate. If you don't, that's fine. But I just, that's the one. That's the wish I wanted to wish.
1: Oh, well, I'm not going to wish any no Merry Christmas from me. I wish everybody a tip-top Tet, and that's it.
0: What is, that's not even a thing. What is that?
1: Tet's a thing.
0: A, a, a holiday? Yeah. Okay. Is that,
1: I don't know where it's from, mm. I just know that it's a thing and it's around Christmas.
0: Yeah, so mostly this week we're going to be talking about all the games that we played over the year on livestream, uh, Monday nights at FunBase Alpha thing, which, by the way, just incidentally, I think that uh, we uh, should probably change the schedule a little bit, because it has been a huge... We'll get to it. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk about how shitty the scheduling has been. But let's go ahead and get started with our normal segment, which is Hot tips, but I wanted to revise it, and I thought maybe this week we would do hot cocoa. Great, but that was as far as that joke went in my head. I Except like maybe hot saying cocoa. hot cocoa. I mean, I'll drink it, but I really have no tip. Don't put marshmallows in my cocoa. If you're mailing me cocoa, don't put anything in. Just just send me the powder, I guess. I like some smashed up candy cane on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, a peppermint. Oh yeah, that's a nice touch. Have you ever had hot cocoa that is not powdered or like? It's like straight up like hot milk poured over chocolate or something.
1: I've made cocoa from scratch.
0: Is that what I'm describing? It's no, just it's, hot water it's poured still over cocoa chocolate powder
1: with with the appropriate amount of sweetener. But oh, if you cocoa like powder! Really yeah, nice yeah, yeah, Cocoa powder could be good. It is good. Yeah, I could I could see that. It's like making the good oatmeal. I love the good oatmeal. Okay, it takes like 45 minutes to cook.
0: Yeah, yeah. I don't know, I don't drink a lot of hot cocoa. That was a bad idea for for hot tips, hot cocoa tips.
1: I, I had a good one with peppermint.
0: Oh yeah, no, that was great. Good job, you. Thank you. Um, and now I would
1: actually really like be, a cup of cocoa. If you
0: could do me a favor and be disappointed in me, that'd be great. Sure. Okay. No problem. Second segment, just to get it it on the table here, it's uh, what not to do this weekend. But I didn't bother to go look up any of the things that you're not supposed to do this weekend. And also it's Christmas, holiday season, weekend, so you're probably going to have shit to do. But I did end up with what not to give.
1: Oh, that's good. Mm -hmm. Which
0: we kind of did the opposite of, holiday gift-giving hot tips, but... Um, I- I thought maybe we could talk about, uh, you know, what you definitely shouldn't be giving people, uh, this holiday season. And this is like a recurring theme a lot of people, uh, when I was doing research on this is Look a really classic.
1: What do you think about that?
0: <laughs> well, I think that no one listening can tell what the fuck you're talking about, but you're holding up your, your fucking cup in front of the green screen I'm and it's foot, invisible. i six foot three and a half inches tall. And not very visually descriptive. With brown hair. <laughs> And I'm holding a cup up. He said while smiling and looking upwards and to the right, What not to get this holiday? What not to get. What not to give this holiday? <clears throat> hygiene products. This is my number one thing. I don't yeah. think anyone should be giving anyone hygiene products. I don't care how fucking fancy your soap is. What about bath salt? Do people use that for actual hygiene or is it just drugs?
1: That's more of a luxury thing.
0: Yeah, I just don't see myself using that for any You don't take any soaps? Reason. No. What? Do you take soaks? I've never seen you soak. Here. I would
1: love to take a soak. Okay. I mean,
0: you know, when I can. You could do it right now. I mean, Should we pause we're the, in the video this, and switch know? over? Now I've got the thing where I can get the camera on mobile, and we can go over there and just be like, someone's in the tub with Ryan. What would you classify that as? It doesn't matter now because of the way that Twitch has changed, which we're actually going to talk about too. Oh, great. But we're 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 still working on what not to to gift. Uh, the other here's a couple of good things I found. One of them is these things called wall monkeys. yeah, it, they're basically color forms, but for any wall instead of a window, you know oh. big films. yeah, but if you go on I think it's Amazon or or you know just go online and look f- for things while you're shopping, you can find these color form wall stickers of like so many different stock photo characters. yeah, it'll be like angry grandma leaning over spilled pastries color form four feet tall why for would your you room. Want that? <laughs> I, I really have no idea. It's like at best it's a gag gift, which gag gift like Yeah,
1: but why are there so many if it's your gag?
0: Um probably because whoever's making them has a machine that you can just print out any fucking thing yeah. you want. You don't have to print out five hundred of them and then try and sell those five hundred grandma prints.
1: Yeah, and like if somebody orders it they just print
0: one you off. You just print one off, yeah. Yeah, sure. So I you guess know, it's yeah, extremely sure. customizable.
1: I just, I just, I want one, kind of. I mean.
0: A weird color form? Yeah. Maybe that's what I'll get you then.
1: For Christmas? Uh huh. No, good luck on that shipping. Yeah, right? Yeah. That'd be brutal. <laughs> like $32 one week. Oh, it doesn't need
0: to get here by Christmas. I'm not worried about that.
1: Yes, it does, or else it's.
0: Oh, okay. Okay. I'll Christmas remember.
1: has rules.
0: Third item, and this kind of segues into what else we're going to be talking about for not giving, but there's a product called my pet fat okay and it's like a four pound blob of false fat
1: do you wear it no
0: you just own it it's like a pet rock
1: is it like that like medical grade faux fat yeah yeah yeah
0: yeah, something like that yeah Yeah, like ballistic gel yeah Mm -hmm.
1: that'd be cool four pounds of fat how much is that four pounds yeah i mean like volume
0: oh it's like uh i don't know it looks like it was maybe about like a cereal box Oh. Maybe, but like a little thicker, and like if you squished it up on the corners a bit. Anyway, um, the reason I found out about that one is because of another hot tip for what not to give. Yeah. It's um, gifts that make a point. Oh. Have you, I, I don't know, have you ever received a gift that, or, oh, most definitely, or given yeah. a gift where someone was trying to make a point? Sure. What? I mean, I can't,
1: not off the top of my head, but it seems ridiculous to not have gotten deodorant
0: or something. Right. Well, uh, that could be unintentional. See, like...
1: What about a care package?
0: Yeah, that was, the, that was the one that sprang to mind for me, was I had the package that we got from someone that included like a bunch of hygiene products, and it's kind of vaguely insulting when really it's just incredibly generic. It's like, oh, people use hygiene products, it's like almost as useful as food and I can't mail you food, so I'll mail you deodorant. You can mail food. And also, what if you're at camp? If I'm at camp? I don't feel like there's, like, I already don't use shampoo and rarely use, like, bar soap. So it's, like, what, deodorant? I mean, I'm in the woods. Like, I feel like you're allowed to be dirty and smelly in the woods. That's, like, why you go hang out in the woods. No, they don't let you. Like, they
1: make you take hella showers at camp.
0: Ugh. And they take away your cell phones?
1: Yeah, fuck yeah, they take away your cell phone. Well, mm. I mean, I went to camp when cell phone's a new thing.
0: Yeah, I saw a discussion of this just recently where people were saying, yeah, you do get yourself away. you can have you can have it for like an hour a day, but then you gotta leave it there. You know, because yeah. Are a, you kidding it's me? Distracting and B it's like a liability, you know, to have Oh yeah. A bunch of teenagers or with young adults access. with internet and, and cameras. <sighs> Hanging out with a bunch of young kids. Oh, the
1: cameras.
0: Yeah. So but, this is just good, good smart decision by camp management all around. Good job, camp management. Well, and
1: also you're at fucking camp, you know, like, you, yeah.
0: Yeah, get off your fucking phone.
1: Yeah, so you're <laughs> unless you're at, like, Minecraft camp.
0: Yeah, who wants to go to Minecraft camp?
1: Well, actually, I wouldn't. I really enjoyed conventional camp. Eh. I woke up at 7 a.m. and then went and jumped in the ocean. Gross. Like four days in a row. Ugh. For a badge.
0: Oh, okay. Well, yeah. that's cool. But that was uh, that was why I found out about my pet fat. Is because someone was giving that gift to their girlfriend to make the point that they had put on weight since they started dating. Oh. Yeah, which I mean, that's so Ooh. heinous of a thing to do. I can't imagine. Were they looking it being for a tropes on the
1: good gift idea, or where did you see this? That's crazy. I don't know. I
0: was just scouring the internet for bad gift stuff, gift giving tips, or whatever, and uh, that is
1: a, that is a you're right
0: yeah that's, that's a horrible a really thing bad gift
1: to give i mean to anybody especially your girlfriend to be like hey sweetie you put on you know a little bit of weight here's a big fake ballistic pile of fat
0: absolutely it's horrendous
1: <laughs> oh
0: cute. Uh, i don't know i've never i don't generally i haven't gotten a lot of people gifts over the years that i have paid like a lot of super special attention to and certainly not evil attention like that uh and and for receiving gifts, I've always been really bad about it, so I I tend not to spend a lot of time thinking about like gift giving, I, I think more about gift receiving, where I'm just not like, oh god, I really hope I get gifts, but like even, I, I'm not stressing out like, oh the holidays are coming, I better go out and get everybody things and I hope I get them the right thing and blah blah blah, it's yeah. like, oh god, the holidays are coming, someone might try to give me something and that's giving me anxiety because then i'll have to receive it graciously and not fuck that up you know and it's really hard for me for some reason i just you know i wanna i wanna be grateful but i also want to be honest about how i like it if somebody was like you know if it wasn't a gift if someone was like we have this thing in a free box would you like it yeah i i it wouldn't be insulting for me to be like no i already have one or yeah. whatever but if it's like i got this for you it's like i already have one sorry like i, I don't i don't want it i already have one or whatever yeah. you know and i'm not trying to make you feel bad i'm just telling you the fucking truth you know and so then i have to push all that down and just be like thank you but that comes off as curt and rude and i'm just like
1: wow i had no idea that anybody could have such a problem receiving a gift it's crazy i do like Oh, oh, you know, just pretend like everybody's your grandma and you like your grandma a lot. But it's so disingenuous. Well, yeah, like gift giving in that capacity is completely disingenuous. It's like, hey, it's Christmas. Christmas time's rolled around. The calendar has clicked over. It's time to care about everybody and give them gifts. Yeah. You know? It's, fair
0: enough. It's like uh, what was that thing you were saying before? Schlemeel Schlemail or whatever. Oh yeah, Schlemiel
1: shlamazel. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah, we, we all have roles to play in these little social
0: games. Mm -hmm. Here's a gift. Oh, thank you. So I'm finally starting to understand that, I guess. And it takes some strength of will for me to maintain character (laughs) and be like, Oh, thank you. Wow, gosh, this is really super. Yeah, it's really super Mm -hmm. and super special. Yeah, and I could, thank you for, thank you. (sighs) What is the worst gift you ever received? Oh,
1: I don't know. Um, Oh, I guess... What comes to mind immediately is, like, one Christmas when it's like ten or something, my mom got me and Kyle, my brother, each a gigantic box that was probably three feet by three. It was a huge cube, you know? Mm-hmm. And she's like, don't pick it up or whatever. And it was just there for a month, and we were both like, oh, the gigantic boxes, and then, you know, open it up on the day, and it's, like, uh, an envelope with cash. In.
0: Oh, and she didn't want you to lift it because it was really light?
1: Yeah, she put some other shit in there, like, like you know, just stuff from around the house. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, it was just cash. And, you know, like, I don't, I, first of all, it's, now that I'm thinking, it's really weird that my mom gave me cash as a Christmas present. Well, what is that? What am I, like, her nephew? It's huh? like weird. Yeah, I guess. And then so it's like, I, was, I thought it was going to be this great thing. And my imagination just really ramped that son of a bitch up. Mm-hmm. Oh, it could have just been the coolest. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I don't know, I guess I understand what you're saying here is that, you know, you you built it up in a certain way and it, and it was supposed to be like, what could it be?
1: Oh yeah, because the box was too big for a toy. Mm. It was like the king of boxes.
0: Mm, like a refrigerator box or something even bigger than that.
1: Yeah, for you know, like to
0: my scale now it was like a real mm. box. It was just huge. I think that if she was aware that probably the way your mom could have flipped that would have been like... That's right, you were excited because your imagination was running wild, and with this money, you can get anything you can imagine that's under $50, or however much it was.
1: I thought it was one of those fucking Tonka, like, cars. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The, like, awesome, like, Jeeps. How old were you? I don't know, dude. Young enough to get one of those bad son of a bitches. Like, Hmm. oh, and I thought Kyle and I each got one for drag racing all over the neighborhood and then it was yeah like maybe nuts. it's
0: it's it's a power wheels that's of a truck that's designed to carry other power wheels you i know, always
1: like wanted one of those maybe i'll buy myself one
0: a, an adult power wheels car it's a regular one you know, that's just a car i have a car oh well they dream come true Woo! your dreams came true and you didn't even know it hey and you
1: know what when i shift i'm not doing turtle to like horse i'm going first to fifth, <laughs> baby. <laughs> It was always like, yeah, you want to go turtle or hare? It's like, what yeah. do
0: you fucking think?
1: <laughs> turtle? It's going too fast when it's hare.
0: Uh, oh, speaking of rabbits, uh, I think the worst gift I ever got was, in, in contrast to, interestingly, uh, the story I told last week, I think it was, about uh, my dad getting me the best gift that I'd ever gotten. Yeah. I think he also unintentionally got me the worst gift I'd ever gotten when I was about, I must have been like 15, and it was one of the last Christmases where my parents were really, like, getting me, you know, bundles of stuff and, like, make a Christmas list, and da da da. Yeah, like a real Christmas. And I remember specifically my dad leaving the house one day, one weekend day, to sit and he's like, we're going Christmas shopping. And I was like, oh, do you wanna know what I want? He kind of gave me this like lean and wink and was like, I think I have a pretty good idea. And I was excited because I thought that meant that he understood that I really, really, really wanted an electric bass guitar that year. I was just discovering music and punk rock and I wanted to be punk rock and I wanted a bass guitar. And so we, when Christmas came, uh, I was immediately skeptical because there was nothing bass guitar sized in underneath the tree wrapped up, but he'd been known to fuck with me on that kind of thing before. So I just opened everything and was like, "Okay, where is it?" You know, and um, it didn't happen. It was really just that stuff. And what I got was a, a lot of it was kind of cool. It's like, but it was like Legos and and other like sort of constructy toy type toys yeah. and uh, a magic set. That's the speaking of rabbits, is I got like a beginner's 94 piece.
1: 94 piece? Yeah, like it was like a big box or whatever, but you it was- You count the playing cards and believe
0: No, but <laughs> you know what I mean, it was just like, it, it was like a kid's magic kit. Like yeah, that's a, a fuckload of pieces. I know, but that's not the fucking point. The point is like, I wanted this sort of adult, like new hobby thing. Yeah. And then there's like, here's a magic kit, like I want you to get your ass kicked at school or whatever kind of thing. I'm a 15-year-old boy, like, trying to be punk rock. Oh, I can't have like a fucking 15. magic kit. <laughs> so, I was furious. I was absolutely furious. I was just like, like, it, it was like spitting. It was insult to injury. It was like, not only did I not get my bass guitar, but it's like, clearly for you to even approach me with this magic set... Like, betrays the fact that you don't have the first fucking clue what you're doing. Yeah. Uh, And I dwelled on that for a while. I, like, forsook Christmas after that for a little (laughs) while where I was just like, Christmas is just shitty. Like, you know. And not because of what he did specifically, but because I was, like, so mad. You know? After that, I was just like... Got my hopes of th- that Christmas was gonna be anything like you know, but life is so crappy because I'm 15 and punk rock. Yeah, and I'm like, this is just bullshit. And You don't have a bass. And I don't. Yeah, I was 15, punk rock, and I didn't have a bass. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> sounds like uh, sounds like the beginning of a Johnny Cash song or That's something. It's It's just. I was it's 15 and punk rock and didn't have a bass.
1: Yeah, all those songs about punk rock by cash
0: shut up all right fine maybe it's not that and the last thing i want to mention for podcasts before we start talking about twitch shit is uh extra normal because i've introduced you to extra normal and
1: i've been thinking about them
0: yeah if everybody listening out there in radio land if you haven't already i need you to go to youtube and youtube google uh extra normal all one word with no e so x-t-r-a-n-o-r-m-a-l yep what it is, is it's a, it's a, or was, is a website where people can go on and, and choose characters and a set and type up a script, and then those characters will speak that script on a set with text to speech. And it's supposed to be like a fun thing for if you are making movies, you know, you're a kid and you want to make a movie about my first day at school, or teacher uh, has, a, has a question, you know, uh, that's what you're supposed to make with it. But what ends up happening is you get the world's most passive-aggressive thing. It's it's people f- who hate their their retail jobs or their <laughs> the, just the companies or their or their families or something. They hate something, and they get online and build this straw man of a character so that they can voice out all of their inner monologue of hatred for these people in in text-to-speech form, and it's just. Fucking brutal. It has to be
1: extremely therapeutic too. I feel like it's a really like intimate look into some people's shitty lives that they would not share, you know? Yeah.
0: That's what I like about it. it You like
1: meet somebody at a party and you're like, hey, what do you do? And they're like, Oh yeah, I work for, you know, a corporation or whatever. It's like, oh no, here's what I really do. I have to deal with this guy. Yeah. Shreds me. Yeah.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly it. It's like it's it's so stark and honest as for as bleak as it is, it just it feels real like poetry, like real blood-on-the-page poetry where these people are just saying all the things that they can't say. Yeah, and
1: because they're, like, good people. Yeah. And and that's, then, like, the whole thing is that they're, they're, like, they seem so reasonable. It's just an outlet. It's a weird outlet, and it's, it's great.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it, it's, like, I feel like you, you start dealing with the same problems over and over again in an occupation. And, and certain things start to become really obvious to you, and then you think everyone else is stupid. Like, uh, you know, people are saying, like, what kind of cheese do you have at Subway? And he's like, it's on the list right there. Yeah. It's like, to have to say that half a dozen times on your first day of work, you'd just be like, oh, okay. But, you know, by six weeks in, you're going to be like, and then again, if someone's going to ask me where the fucking cheese... Men- it's right there, dude, next to the bread menu. You know, <laughs> I don't know, it you're seems crazy. it down every night. Mm-hmm. So there's that kind. Of, I feel like you have to take it all with a little bit of a grain of salt. <sighs> sure, but they're still fun. And also to be so furious that that you do that, it's like real work. I don't know how long it takes to make one of those extra normal videos. Just as long as it takes you to select three things and then type stuff. Oh, it's got to be
1: way more than that because I've seen ones where the editing is really bad and like the pacing's super off. Oh yeah. But then I've seen ones where like there are pauses and like. You know camera shifts and stuff and it, oh yeah but it, i think it's more just like getting familiar with the program they use but definitely there is a skill level i saw a few in a row that were by the same woman who was a nurse and it was all about like crazy patients mm-hmm. but the first one was really choppy and the second one was better and the third one was be polished
0: Oh, so she was, like, learning to use the yeah. extra normal sweet a little better every time? Yeah, That's the cool. first one
1: was really choppy. Yeah, she, three videos, oh, she nailed it. You should yeah.
0: show, wait, uh, do you remember, you know, nah, we'll have to go find that trilogy and... You... Yeah, point it out. Let's move into the stuff we're doing with Twitch now and what we've been doing for the year, the real, the real meat of this episode.
1: Yeah, fun video gaming.
0: Yeah. So, if you don't already know, and I mean, you should, I feel like we mention it a lot, or if we don't, then you should have said something about us not mentioning it enough. Guys, where are you on that one? (laughs) (laughs) But we do, we have a Twitch channel, we're on it every week, and uh, I've been making a bunch of changes, like iterative improvements to that, Mm -hmm. over the last few weeks, really, and I've got a bunch of time coming up here to be making even more, but. we now have a donation button, for whatever reason. Um, no one was screaming for the donation button, but I feel like it's putting out a tip jar. It's just like, yeah, I guess, if you wanna... Some people have more money than cents. Yeah. yeah, but that's there. Uh, and that actually wasn't that tough to set up at all. Uh, and then, uh, I've also set up, I've been back in Discord a lot, so I set up a chat room specifically for the Discord. What I mean, for the for the Twitch channel. That's, That's great. Like Discord chat. So if you're in Discord, uh, you can find the link at least in the bio on the Twitch channel. I guess I can probably put a link to the Discord in uh, today's episode description. But, yeah, come on, come on, buy that and hang out or whatever. I'm not on it all the time, but I'm on it sometimes. That's a guarantee. Mm-hmm. He guarantees I he's g- on
1: it. Yeah, but sometimes.
0: Yeah, some of the times. And we've also um, the biggest bit about this, of course, is that we got in with the streaming network, which I mentioned very briefly at the end of the podcast last week. We're in. Yeah. Well. Yeah. And double guns. Uh, and uh, I started talking with them, working with them, uh, or talking about working with them. Yeah. So hopefully, here in the near future, we're gonna have a stuff coming out of that. Uh, there's like 14 of us now, I think. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see that coming along. So, again, if you go back over to the Twitch channel, we'll probably be hosting one of them if we're not streaming ourselves at the time. Uh, We're getting ready to have uh, Commander Ty come down this way, play some stream games. Great. Uh, Probably console games, probably PS2, maybe Mario Party 2. I don't know how easy it is to set all that different stuff up, but I guess they get the signals, they get the same signal, right? Like N64 and PS2, they're interchangeable. Sure. Like, if you can plug in a PS2, shouldn't you be able to plug in an N64, because it's just RCAs? Yeah, yeah, where are we getting Mario Party 2? What? I didn't say Mario Party 2. Yeah, you did. I know, I said PS2 and maybe Mario Party, comma, 2, as in also.
1: Oh, so you did say Sorry to... Mario
0: Party 2. <laughs> I mean, yes, but not okay, the Okay, hom- right <laughs> along. <laughs> uh, <sighs> I swear It's to the God. next who's on first, no. Mario Party, comma, 2. Mm. When are you getting Mario Party 2? Wait, you're getting Mario Party? Yeah, you just said you're getting Mario Party 2. I'm not getting Mario Party 2. I could get it. It's pretty cheap. Yeah, it is. A lot cheaper than 3. It's fucking ridiculous. 3 is apparently the good one. It's the good one, I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, we we also got a new guy on the team today, I think. I mean, last Monday, uh, who's a and d guy. And we're talking about getting a and d game together. Probably online roll 20. Oh. And that should be good. I know that... I mean, well, you and I we did the lasers and feelings thing all year. Yeah. Uh maybe we should talk about that before we talk about fucking all the stream stuff. We did that. We did do that.
1: That was fun.
0: Yeah, so uh, no. I'm don't don't let me get off track. Uh Dungeons and Dragons stuff. We're, we're probably going to do that with the PNW people. And if you wanna go follow them or, or check out what they're doing, go do that through here. Links in the description. Links in the description everybody. What class should I be? In Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. Are you gonna to commit to the Dungeons and Dragons game? Because I don't I don't I don't even know what that means. Well, if we're doing it on roll twenty, it means probably something similar to the Monday nights at Funbase Alpha, except probably for longer stretches of time on a different day. You know, it'll be like four hours once a week or something. I don't know what they want to do, what their schedule is like. Honestly, I'm very interested. We played 22 and a half games. This
1: is the half game Minecraft? It
0: is. Because we played it, but I mean, we were already playing it like a shit time. And uh, I think we should start from the beginning and just talk about talk about each one a little bit. Great. Alright, I even for all you watching out there in TV land, have pulled up some video... Oh, wow. ...for us to play in the background like it's the news time. So, give me just a second and let my computer make some popcorn. Dun,
1: dun, edit. Through the magic of television.
0: Number one! Seduce me. This is the first thing we ever did at FunBase Alpha. I remember this. What did you think of Seduce Me the atome? Well, let's say what it is first. It's a dating sim.
1: It is. Mm-hmm a dating sim where you are a lucky lady. Well, not so lucky your grandpa dies, but you know, lucky because you get to serenade five incubi, right? Is that how you'd say that?
0: Yeah, incubi. Great. like sexy demons.
1: Yeah, Sandy, that's what we named her,
0: with the weird hand. Yeah, Sandy with the weird hand. (laughs) She, uh, not she, this game is terrible. Uh, It is- Arguably
1: the worst. I mean, seriously. Very arguably
0: the worst. God, uh, that
1: was just, that was a I'm,
0: I mean, I'm not a big fan. I mean, I haven't played a lot of other, like, visual novels, so it's difficult for me to really...
1: I have, is the is, is the thing back in, like, middle school when they were all the rage on Newgrounds.com.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, can maybe... be okay. Okay, maybe you have a better scope for this than I do, but I just... This one was super dull and and like the art, it was kind of amateurish and everything. It it seemed like a one-person passion project maybe using visual novel maker or whatever it was. And I just, I didn't enjoy myself. The pacing was awful. Uh, The characters weren't interesting. Uh, It it made a great time for you and me. You guys go watch uh, the episodes of it. I, I don't think I've made a super cut of this one, but... There's I had some fun, fucking...
1: but not because of the game. Yeah, so. I
0: had fun hanging out with you and like making fun of something. But... Watching them
1: fly off to the side like yeah. crazy vampires. And... Dude, the
0: shit was ridiculous.
1: Yeah, but Because we... it takes like three full hours to even get introduced cast of characters you're supposed to be dating. Yeah,
0: I broke this at one. up. This is the, the the first stream I pitched over to the YouTube also, and I and I was breaking them all into I think fifteen, maybe twenty minute episodes. There's like eight episodes of this that we did. And we still didn't get to anything that resembles, like, the beginning of the game. Like, if there was a dating mechanic where you had to, like, meter someone's love up and down or something, depending on dialogue, We never got to it. It was just, like, we still had just barely met all five of the Incubi. And, I mean, we weren't speedrunning the game or anything, but fucking Christ, like, pacing, people. Pacing is so important. I feel like pacing is really overlooked in a lot of, especially, like, role-playing and story, like, you, just because you're telling a story and your game is like arty walk around bullshit or read a book with voice acting and and bad artwork, then you should you should still be able to have pacing where it's like.
1: Yeah, I know it's, but I mean.
0: Yeah, maybe I'm expecting too much of.
1: This game was definitely designed by one very. Mm-hmm. One I think we also.
0: By. I think we also got it for free. I think this was a free, <sighs> to play. So. Looking there's at that. gift horse right in the mouth. Mm-hmm uh next up we have Splunky. oh yeah this is a fucking awesome game Splunky. for everyone out listening out there who doesn't already know is a 2d platformer couch co-op video game where you go through levels one by one and try and survive to the end i guess is the goal or maybe you're a treasure hunter yeah i, I think
1: you want to get to the
0: end Yeah, which is incredibly, it's like, the thing I really like about this game is, despite being very cartoony and cutesy and everything, it, and, it's, it's so unforgiving. Like, you fuck up, sometimes that's just the end for you. You're like whipped, and then you fall down, and you get hit by a spider, and then you land on some spikes, and you're fucking dead. And there's no start over, there's no continue, you just gotta start over from the beginning. And I feel like that really invests me into my individual decisions in any given run. Yeah. It's like it makes all my choices seem a little more meaningful. That the game doesn't really cut me any slack. I don't know. What would you think of this game?
1: It was good. I mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. Okay, it, it's it's a good game. It's kind of hard for me. I I don't know. I, I I realized through this this past year that I'm not the greatest gamer. Oh, you don't say. I don't. I don't say.
0: Would you say you're the the greatest gamer in this house? No. Okay. Probably not. I'm just curious. I mean, you beat that one boss that one time, remember? No. And
1: I was like, oh, I can't beat the boss. And oh,
0: yeah, no, we'll get to that, that game. That We will get to that game, actually, and I think that one maybe will better demonstrate that I'm actually, like, why I'm, like, the superior gamer. gamer. I don't know, I was actually, after watching this game, I watched a couple of videos about gamer culture or whatever yesterday, and I kind of realized that Gamer as a term is fucking infuriating to me like anyone who is willing to reference themselves Like really embrace like I'm a gamer It's like if you like video games if you love video games, that's fine But if you love movies, that's also fine But if you're one of my friends and you tell me that you're a cinemaphile Like I think it's kind of dumb that you say like well as a cinemaphile da da. Or I'm the I'm the you know best thi- Cinemaphiliac in, in this household. Yeah, but I mean, what, is, what, what does it take to be a cinema? Do you have to... Uh... Watching a lot of movies, maybe reading some books and thinking critically about things both in storytelling and in, like, cinematography. and Probably have to see, like, all of the... Well, I mean, that's the that's the thing, is, like, to say you're a file makes me automatically assume that you don't think people are real movie watchers unless they've seen all those old things, much in the same way that it, a lot of people, if they were like, I'm a gamer, it'd be like... Oh, but have you even played Super Nintendo? Have you even played NES? Do you have any idea how hard original Nintendo games were? No, you don't.
1: Yeah, Cuz you're not a gamer. Wow. And
0: it's like fuck off, you know? Like gatekeeper mentality. It's fucking stupid. But <laughs> Spelunky, <clears throat> I I put this game towards the top 5. It might be in my top 5 for the year uh for games we played. Mm. Because, I mean, it's fun, it's got a ton of replayability because of the procedural generation, and it's four-player couch co-op multiplayer, which is like my mantra. Four-player couch co-op multiplayer. Every time, if you've got that, I'm, I'm willing to give your game a shot. And I think we rated these games. We might have still been in the shape rating system here, but I don't know what our rating was for this game itself. Also, I don't... Oh, oh! this is one of the ones that I fucked up. The volume is all fucked up. This is when we were first learning how to stream. Oh. So, like, the first hour of this particular episode, we watched... Or, the first half of it is really quiet, and the second half of it is way too loud. Nice. <laughs> Can you blend them together and just... Have them both playing simultaneously and yeah. let them, like, the equal, balance yeah. it out? No. The, Fight I, it out. I change. mean, I could try. I'll, I'll keep an eye out for that on the YouTube channel, where I... Turn the opacity to 50% on both playthrough episodes, and then the soundtracks go together. What do we have next? Up next we have, um, I have to find it. Oh, crap. I tried to open all the tabs and I, like, crashed my browser. What do you want from me? Uh, Next up is Chronicles of Mistara. Really? That was number three? It was number three. Wow. Can you believe that? That, no, I can't. So, for everyone watching, or I'm sorry, everyone listening that can't see the video playing in the background right now, Chronicles of Mistara is um, actually originally an arcade tower. It is. That we saw just recently. In real life. In real life. And it is essentially a, uh, a beat em up, Streets of Rage style game, you know, uh, Turtles in Time style game where you're just questing as one of four classes. Uh, four classes? Are there more than four? It's Turtles Maybe in five. Time. It's a Ninja Turtles game, oh. where you go through time. Alright, uh, whatever. TMNT 4, Turtles in Time, or something like that. Anyway, uh, yeah, Gauntlet- uh, Gauntlet- <sighs> Chronicles of Mystara is a four-player arcade tower style 'em up game uh, based on Dungeons & Dragons, Yep. actually. And as unwieldy and, and unfamiliar as some of the elements in it felt, like, right here they're showing the way that you switch items and stuff, I, I, I liked this game, Hated I enjoyed it. playing this game. Why it okay. felt horrible. Why'd you hate this game? No, tell me, why'd you hate this game? What do you mean, felt horrible?
1: It felt horrible. It felt like, I don't know, not... But what do you mean, why... this Is this a good game? This game holds up? Well, when you say it felt horrible, like the controls were... Yeah, I felt like I was... My hitbox was... Their hitboxes are tiny, mine was like tiny. You had to line up perfectly to get hits on them. Mm. I don't know. I just... and I, I never really played this kind of game. I, I jumped in a couple of years after this.
0: Right, yeah. This. And I think this is one of the things that we discovered this year in playing is that really, I mean, this, Lost Castle, a lot of the different stuff we played, I love beat up games. They're one of my favorite genres of the game. They're the kind of games that I really grew up playing. Is like stuff like this would be like, hey, friend that wants a couch co-op, do you want to spend three hours just like mashing punch on Streets of Rage, and we can just sit here and beat up guys? Uh, that I don't know, it's it's brainless. I, I I agree with you there. I mean, this game especially if it's an arcade game is probably mostly designed to just eat people's quarters oh, and it look was. nice. We
1: died a million times. We did,
0: but we had infinite continues. So, but I I do agree with you that especially compared to like modern fighter games, uh, like isometric view type stuff. The hitbox kind of stuff in these games is really infuriating or can be, uh, it's kinda trying to like line up two pieces of paper, but you don't actually, you know, see them from the the correct angle. Yeah. Uh, I didn't think that the item system or the treasure, like most, most of it felt really shitty, like the shop and all that. The
1: shop was horrible.
0: Yeah, but I still enjoy the game just because it's Dungeons and & Dragons and it's a beat 'em up and those two things are things I love and now they're better together, slightly. Classic. So I, I wouldn't put this game in my top five, but it's definitely one that I enjoyed and I would have gladly played the next two uh, stories or whatever that they have built into the Chronicles of Mistara remaster that we played. If I were to make a DD character, could I somehow have a special glass flute? Yeah, absolutely you could. That's sweet. A glass flute? That's it. It's all it, it's just a glass flute, special. But it it doesn't have any powers or anything. It's just a flute that happens to be made of glass.
1: Yeah, that's the power to amuse you around a campfire.
0: Okay. No, absolutely. I don't I could see a ton of DMs being so okay with you having that right from the beginning at first level. Oh,
1: sweet. But only that. I'm naked otherwise. Just me and the flute. Where do you keep your flute? I carry it. Okay. It's fragile.
0: Next game was Gauntlet. Oh man, the Gauntlet. F- the Gauntlet Slayer Edition remaster <sighs> from, I don't know, sometime in the 2000s or something. This
1: game was so bad.
0: You were so mad about this game. I'm
1: still currently pretty upset about it. I, <laughs> I was really looking forward to playing Gauntlet, the new Gauntlet oh boy, there's a new Gauntlet, and you are like, hey, guess what we're playing tonight? It's Gauntlet, you know? And it's like, whoa, crazy. I love those games, man. And then, what is this? This is not, not right. There's something very wrong.
0: Yeah, I mean, if you set this next to all the other Gauntlets, it does seem like it's trying to take itself way too seriously. Oh, and the range was so... The range? Oh, the ranged attacks?
1: Yeah, like, if you weren't the Archer, you were always getting hit constantly.
0: Oh, that's a load of bullshit. I mean, there's a, you can you can go back and watch the, even the supercut where it's like the archer so or the 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 valkyrie is so bad. I'm dying all the time, and this is a dumb game, and I hate this game. And then I'm like, do you want to switch? And you're like, yeah, fine. And then you get the archer, and you actually do better with him because he has the ability to drop bombs that I wasn't really using, and you have a range attack which was suiting you better. But I immediately just like reoptimize the paladin's ability to contribute to the game with my playstyle I was just but like did you like no I did I mean I didn't hate the game but I didn't had no desire to continue playing it my, my complaints about the game because I don't have the immediate bias of saying like oh it's gauntlet I love gauntlet and I want it to be gauntlet and if it's not gauntlet I'll be upset. I didn't care about that like if this is how they just they wanted a gritty gauntlet reboot so be it they can have it. But what I had a problem with in this game is there was a lot of stuff that they didn't explain that was really critical to what was going on. Like the fact that I had my shield and it had that like deflect power, I don't know if there's like a one player tutorial you're expected to go through with every character on all their powers, but there was no on-screen tool tips, there was no tutorial zone that taught you about all your different fucking abilities, there was no explanation of the death coin system that yeah. we spend like I don't know, maybe 10 minutes cumulatively across two hours being confused about, where we're just like, why can't I respawn? What do I need to do to respawn? What are these skull? Like, it just didn't add up. And all we really needed was them to kind of stick them together in like a sentence. And it'd be like, oh, okay, we, we want death coins or we want like kill coins so that we can respawn. And I don't know, it was, it, it's on par with like Sacred 3. Which we played later in the year, and uh, that game wasn't especially good either. And that's the thing about this: this is it's just not especially good. It was just, I oh. mean, it's like a Unity is <laughs> giving you is like stressing it's stressing out. you out yeah. watching this video.
1: It's like God, I remember this. I didn't enjoy this at all. Yeah. Oh, what a disappointment.
0: Uh, whatever. Uh, uh, yeah, it was it was bad. I'll, I'll I'll go ahead and put that one. Oh gosh, you know, um, I don't know if I can put it in the bottom five. Because there were some real bad ones that we haven't even. This gotten was the most
1: disappointing, but it wasn't the worst by any means. Okay,
0: yeah, I'll give you that. It was uh, for 2016 Fundbase Alpha most disappointing game of 2016 for us because we played it five years after it came out. It's Gauntlet Slayer Edition.
1: Well, it just gave me some perspective and, and reminded me a uh, expectation thing.
0: Would you like to speak briefly on your attempt to play through BioShock?
1: Yeah, it's okay. I don't know.
0: I saw something recently that basically said, I was watching a YouTube video by somebody and it basically said, Bioshock's fucking terrible, it's a terrible game, but the story in the world are so goddamn cool that you're willing to play through the terrible game to see the rest of the story. And I think I kind of agree with that, it was just not, it's not a fun game, it's not a rewarding game, the gunplay was terrible, and uh, the whole like respawn with no penalty thing makes you completely uninvested in any combat because you just respawn with no penalty, run back to where you were and kill some more guys.
1: Yeah, I mean it, it I liked the setting of the game, the whole like underwater weird Victorian shit, you know, it's cool. Yeah. It did the combat
0: felt really bad though. Yeah, that's the thing about it.
1: All right, how about uh,
0: Vertical Drop
1: Heroes? I like Vertical Drop Heroes. Yeah, Yeah, I thought it was, it's a cheap, it's like a free game,
0: right? Or very cheap. Mm, I think I got it in a bundle, so yeah, cheap. Yeah, I mean, enough I don't know.
1: It kind of reminded me of like a really, really good phone game.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that was the deal. It was, is, it's like a Flash game, originally, Vertical Drop Heroes is. And then the HD release is, uh, like they released it on Steam as an HD thing, because it was just a browser game that yeah. people liked enough to to buy. So, Vertical Drop Heroes is a game you can get on Steam, or maybe you can find it in a browser, I don't fucking know. Uh, you basically play a hero, a procedurally generated hero, who enters a procedurally generated pit, where he must find the procedurally generated exit. Yep. And progress on and on until you get to the end of the game. I don't know what happens at the end, because we didn't get anywhere near there. I think maybe we got to level 3. Because the game is fucking hard. Because the combat sucks. Yeah. You auto-attack when you stand near a guy. Mm-hmm. I hated that. And hitboxes were hard to discern yep and i don't know I, i feel like this game though because of the procedural generation thing you spend more time with it and you'll start to learn all the different powers and weapons and how they interact with each other and then wait for them to procedurally generate you a hero with a good build yeah and then you'd really be able to take that somewhere i think that that is uh how you'd be able to extract the most joy out of playing vertical drop heroes, or at least the most, uh, most success. The most success. Mm-hmm. I think it'd be the most fun just to kind
1: of bomb down.
0: Oh yeah, like a speed run. I like guess speed run it.
1: I mean, just honestly, so there's really like not a whole hell of a lot to it. Go down, kill some enemies, find the exit. What are they like? Yeah, I'm seeing some keys and treasure chests.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I
1: don't think there's a whole lot. You know, lingering isn't. Well, they're really doing something there. Oh, yep blowing stuff up, very cool, yep fun game
0: yeah uh i I disliked this game I was complaining the whole time we of playing this game. I have to give this one a thumbs down yeah a, you work a not a lot. fun I did not like the, I didn't have fun playing this game it was I mean like the fucking that's uh, fine.
1: It you know, wasn't the greatest game.
0: Gauntlet, I had fun playing Gauntlet, mostly because you were so upset. that, And I was able to be the, the measured voice of reason. Yeah. Just be like, it's not so bad, come on, we can we can fight a little more, but this was the exact opposite. It was just like, this game's garbage, I wish we'd never played this game, why did I agree to play this game? And you were just there like, oh, come on, man. Like, this is the ride we're riding, No no sense in fighting it now. Yeah, we already strapped mm-hmm. in. Vertical Drop Heroes, though, overall rating, not fun. I gave it a Hershey's chocolate bar out of I can't believe that one was so far back, it seems like. uh, Seems like only yesterday. Alright, next after Vertical Drop Heroes was Scribble Knots Unlimited. Ah. Gimme gimme your Scribble Knots rundown. Hated it. What? Fuck you. You loved this game.
1: Yeah, it was this great game. This
0: was one of the only games that we actually came back to and played for two more episodes. Yeah. Three more episodes. Oh, and again, if you don't already know, I assume that anyone listening to this is Googling along so they can see pictures. And if you're not, way to be a low effort fan. Knots um, is a game, it's for children and grown men play it too sometimes on the internet. <laughs> and you basically, you play this character who's trying to save his paralyzed sister who fed a rotten apple to a mean wizard and he cursed her with petrification. Yep. So now you've got to collect a bunch of stars uh, by using your magic notebook that can manifest literally anything. Well, not literally anything, but basically anything out of thin air. Yeah. And you use that to solve puzzles. This. It's a fucking brilliant game. I love this. Game. I mean, I think that the success of this series has been a testament to, like, how great an IP it is.
1: You would have to be a real asshole not to get extreme in from this.
0: Yeah, it's just fun. It's, it is.
1: It's it's fun. You can... I mean, it's it's wacky. It's zany. You can, like, really use your imagination.
0: Yeah. It mm. good to, like, flex your... It really does. So, I, I just don't... I don't have a single bad thing, really, to say about this game. The controls aren't great but I think that originally this game was designed to be played on the DS and when you played on the DS, the way that you would move is you would just hold the stylus or maybe tap the stylus where you wanted to go. Yeah. No, no, it was you would hold the stylus and he would run towards the stylus. Mm -hmm. And, you know, they needed you to have the stylus had a lot to be doing typing and everything so that's why they wanted you to control it with the stylus and it made sense. And on this one, it caused me a little bit of confusion because we were playing it on the PC with a mouse and keyboard and I didn't understand, like, that didn't translate the same for whatever reason to me right away. But beyond that, there's really nothing but good things to say about this game. Fun for people of all ages, uh, very family-friendly and, and and creative and and zany and sometimes even a little smart. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's one of those things where you get to make your own fun. This game can be more fun the more you're willing to make it fun for yourself by being zany and thinking outside of the box. I mean if you wanted to speed, th- run th- speed run through a Scribblenauts game with just like oh, get past this guard Cthulhu, get past this you know, big rock Cthulhu, yeah. like black holes nothing but bl- Cthulhu throwing black holes left and right, that's what I want and put me in, uh, in invincible armor with a jetpack.
1: I love the jetpack, that was cool. Yeah,
0: the black holes, and yeah, and you just start to lean on those like optimal strategies because it's easy and it gets results. Mm-hmm. But if you're willing to have fun with it and step outside of the box and try weird shit, like we ended up doing a lot of the time, then this game is fucking amazing. So good job, Scribble Scribblenauts company, whatever they were. Uh, Either way, it's good. I rate this one fun. Scribblenauts fun. Yeah. Fun out of fun. <laughs> yeah, you get a fun out of fun. What is our next thing? I have to have this big gap, because as I said before, having too many things open all at once, is crashing my computer. Yeah, which doesn't make sense if you're listening at home. Sorry. Uh, next up, we have Hammerwatch. Actually, Hammerwatch was a game. Did you like? Well, I mean, did you like Hammerwatch? Whoa! Look at that. It's do got you,
1: us in the thing. I know. Do you? <laughs> do you remember Hammerwatch? Yeah, I remember Hammerwatch. It was the game that felt like it should be procedurally generated, but
0: it wasn't. Oh yeah, actually.
1: Yeah, that was frustrating. Mm-hmm. But so, other than that, it was great.
0: For for the uninitiated, Hammer Watch is a maybe as many as four, I think it might just be two player. Uh top down dungeon crawler game where you have to run through hordes of bugs and bats and what was the other thing that we saw a lot of Slimes. Slime what? Was it slimes? Yeah, Scorpions. lots of mobs, lots of big mobs. <laughs> and make it to the end. It's got some puzzles going on. Light puzzles. Yeah, light puzzles. Well, most of the puzzles were just fucking annoying because it was like, make sure you don't miss any of the six switches throughout the entire level. And if you get to the door and all the lights aren't on, you have to go run around, look for the switch you missed. What a puzzle, what a brain teaser. It's like, no, that doesn't require intelligence. That requires diligence. Yeah. But yeah, uh, (laughs) Hammerwatch, I, I like this game. It feels good is the thing. It's like the controls were tight. The classes were fine. Like. I I had fun playing this game. I didn't really appreciate the dungeon design that much, but beyond that, you know, if it had been procedurally generated, I think it would have been real good.
1: Well, yeah, I completely agree. The only uh, thing I didn't like was that it kept starting out and it was the same little intro bit over and over again.
0: Do we want to give this one a fun or a not fun? I, no, I wouldn't play it again. Just, I feel like there's, there's so many games like this out there that they should have just known better. I'd play this again. I mean, that's kind of the swing of it, is that while it's not procedurally generated, they have these structured maps. The maps are pretty challenging and, you know, with practice you would be better and more consistent in doing them well. So maybe that's the thing about it, but yeah, I don't know. We got to, I think, as far as the first boss door in this game, the first real boss door, Yeah. and I remember having this sense in my gut, like, this boss is going to be really hard, mm-hmm. and we're going to get really mad. We hadn't even fought him yet, and I was already just like dreading how shitty the boss fight was bound to be. Because everything up to that point had been like, not not impossible, not like hard for difficulty's sake, but just fucking like exacting. They're just like, you know, you need all six buttons. You have to go around the huge dungeon and find the six buttons yeah. in the secret rooms. And they're like, we don't tell you about how to find secret rooms really. Well, I guess there was that one guy in the robe that tells you how to find secret rooms, not important. Anyway, the thing, the difficulty in here was the curve was too steep. I guess is what I'm trying to say. But I'm gonna give this one a fun. I would play this again if somebody wanted to sit down and play it. All right, good, good show. I mean, no, really, you said this against Baldur's Gate: Dark Alliance, which we just started playing. Yeah. You like Baldur's Gate: Dark Alliance more than this? Because they're like the exact same thing. They are. But I mean, I guess this one you don't get loot for games. Actually, that's my main complaint about uh, Dark Alliance, Baldur's uh, Baldur's Gate: Dark Alliance is. Uh, that while you can put on armor and and weapons and it customizes all that stuff, they give you three characters and you don't get to choose their class or race or gender or name or starting equipment or like like weapon specialization or anything. You get to choose one of three characters who already have a race, gender, and class. You can't be like a fighter that is one of the three characters, you know.
1: I do, that's classic old gamey stuff.
0: So next up we have Capsize. You remember Capsize? I do. Capsize is a game where you play as an astronaut who has crash-landed on an alien planet, and he has to retrieve his crewmates and repair their ship so that they can make their way home or wherever the fuck they were going. It's a side-scroller, 2D side-scroller, features a lot of gunplay, Mm -hmm. and features a gravity whip mechanic where you're sort of grabbing things like in... um, Oh, what's that goddamn stupid grappler guy's name? Bionic Commando.
1: Oh, I loved Bionic Commando. I had him for Game Boy. Okay.
0: Well, sort of like that, where you're just grabbing things and flinging yourself around. I don't know how much it's. I feel like Bionic Commando was just like, no, no, no. Yeah, it was. Like it was the was hook shot. Straight, it was more yeah. like a hook shot. But capsized, uh, it's also got co op. I'm not sure if you can go four players. I think you might be able to, but definitely at least two. Look, Ooh. there's us jumping around. It also uh, didn't have a dedicated jump button. Yeah, there was no dedicated jump button. It was up on the movement stick, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, Which... Not crazy about that. It's, it's one of those things that really... I don't know, this is one of those games that I'm willing to forgive a lot of what I dislike about it because it's a smaller game that's trying something really new that they don't know if people are really going to like. You know, you've got this gravity gun mechanic and no dedicated jump button, and that immediately, viscerally, is just like, ew, I don't like this game. Yeah. But I think as I played it more and got accustomed to it, it's not that jarring, and it doesn't really affect gameplay. Um, And it is a cool mechanic. Like, the gravity gun in and of itself, whipping around on the stage and pulling rocks and moving objects to get through puzzles and moving enemies and stuff, that's all really cool. Like... There's a lot of stuff going on in this game that you're not going to find in a, in other 2D platformers. You're not just jumping on bad guys' heads or sliding under, you know, like Dash Slide. We've seen that yeah. a bunch of times. Wall Jump, we've seen that a bunch of times. But Gravity Gun, that's not a thing most games have. And Ooh. I actually, I like playing... I, I played this before you and I ever played it, and I played a lot farther through than you and I did. Yeah. That might actually be... Part of it too is that when we were playing this two-player, there may have been camera issues.
1: It you was ma- a little uncomfortable. Yeah,
0: I, generally it seems like two-player games that are not very specifically two-player by design tend to have camera framing issues. Where you know, even if it's something like this, where it seems like they're they're locked in place you're now over here on the side of the screen rather than being on the center of the screen mm-hmm. and you're it's you've got Your vision limited in a weird way that makes it difficult more difficult than it really needs to be two-player problems yeah. <laughs> Um. But capsize I'm gonna give capsize a fun. Yeah, no,
1: I I think that it was probably one of the better games we. had But it was
0: are you giving it a fun? It'd be fun for somebody who's a more serious gamer than me. Do you think this game's fun?
1: I? Yeah,
0: all right two funds up yeah sure capsize everyone likes it you heard it here the greatest the next game that we had on our list was Pokemon uranium oh we played this is the other game that we actually managed to play more than one week in a row and that was a you. it was you great played it. well I played it and but I mean you were there I named Craig things happened you were there there's your forehead and we can all see we all see the things. Oh, yeah, there I am Pokemon Uranium is a Pokemon fan made game. It was spent, I think, seven years in development and then got released for free. Yep. And then got taken down for free, too. Sure, didn't have to pay a cent. Mm And was up for maybe three days. But getting taken down, it had already been downloaded, I think, two million times, something like that. And it's out. we all know how the nature of the internet is. You know, if you accidentally upload a photo onto your Instagram for one second and you're a celebrity that photo has now been copied onto mirror websites a hundred times already. Like, it's it's out. People are, like, robot watching you or whatever. But Pokemon Uranium, uh, I I managed to get it when it was out from the developer's site or whatever, and this game is a fucking blast. I was so impressed. So was I. And I think that the best distilled description I'd heard of it was, I asked someone who hadn't played it if they had, and they said, No, I haven't played Pokemon Uranium yet, but given how vicious Pokemon fans tend to be, the fact that I haven't heard anything about how it's total garbage yet after being out two days makes me think it must be pretty decent. And as condemning as that is of Pokemon fanboys, um, I agree 100%. Like, no one, I haven't heard anyone be like, Pokemon Uranium. I mean, okay, some of the Pokemon are pretty stupid. They look pretty stupid. Well, I mean,. Yeah, Pokemon. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. But, I mean, I don't know, they just... Yeah. Two-person team, seven years of work, you two, I'm here to tell you it was worth it.
1: Oh, it's criminal that this didn't get more recognition. Yeah, this, this game is... is amazing. It is so polished. It is so good. Mm-hmm.
0: You could have given me this as a Pokemon game, and barring the weird, non-existent Pokemon, I wouldn't have thought twice about this being a Pokemon game.
1: Oh, it's... It's better than, like, Diamond and Pearl and X and Y. It's got, like, more Pokemon elements than some Pokemon games. It's, it's really good. Mm-hmm. And the graphics are perfect. It's a great blend of different mechanics, too. They had like, all those different Pokemon games to kind of cherry-pick little bits that they like from each one. The True. berry system's really good. I don't know. There's, there's just a lot going on. Did they take the berry system back out? Huh? No, they just change it every generation. Mm. It's like, you have a berry farm, then you don't, then the trees drop in a certain way, then they don't. No, and...
0: oh, so there's always berries, but they keep fucking with how the yeah. berries are done. And
1: how you get them, and how you get more of them. And, right. Yeah, constantly. So, and even how they look, they can't nail them.
0: So yeah, I don't know, uh, Pokemon, if you're watching a thing where we're reviewing, like, video games we played this year, and you don't know what Pokemon is, you're a spy. And this game's amazing, and you should get it and report that back to your agency or whatever. Yeah. I'm giving this one a big funds up.
1: Two thumbs way funds up.
0: Oh, I can't get my thumbs behind the... Two. Two funds way, way up. Go ahead and put them into your coffee cup. Then we're gonna move on to a different thing. Oh, hey, look, I forgot to turn off the deal for this. See? You get to see the channel. This is a behind-the-scenes... Look yeah, at don't pay YouTube attention panel. to what's behind the curtain, we we're streaming our own YouTube channel. <laughs> pay no attention. No Time to Explain. Oh, look, I've got a mustache and sunglasses in that one. Yeah, it's kind of funny to see the way that our hair and facial hair, like, changes a little bit, like, week by week, but No Time to Explain was...
1: A bad game. You didn't like this game? I could not stand the whole, like, laser beam jumping. I mean, it was cool. It's cool to jump with the laser beam, okay? But, you know, it's not cool when they make you maneuver, like, hairpin turns and lava pits with your fucking, just, the blaster, man. You blast with that thing.
0: You do. I don't know, this is another game that's got, like, a weird mechanic that I don't think everyone would like. I like the mechanic. That takes some getting used to. Um, but that's just kind of, like, that sort of stuff appeals to me. I liked playing this game. It was really fucking hard. And, again, this is an example of a game that seems like it was not designed to be played by two people at the same time. Yeah. I think very specifically this game was not designed for two people at the same time. And then when they did the re-release that we played, they added co-op. Everyone was like, give us co-op! And they're like, fine, co-op, I guess? I mean, the game's not designed like this, and the camera's gonna shit out on you all the time, and you're gonna each other up by blowing away barriers and everything because we're not redesigning the levels so but okay oh
1: yeah we jump on platforms and then like one or both of us would destroy parts of the platform and mm-hmm. it's, i'd just fall into a pit and thanks yeah it's like oh and then you only need one person to beat the level so you might as well just have one of two of you kill yourself immediately
0: pretty much and i don't know that's that's an interesting theme i'm realizing that we had now there's at least three games that we played this year that had two player mode that was installed as like really an afterthought to the actual game and the gameplay. But people were like, We want co op, and they're like, Okay, here you go. And I, I don't think it's worth it. Like, why is it to, to is, is it would it be worth it to fulfill people's co op demands if the co op you're gonna make for your game is shitty? No, next I, question uh, was no time to explain fun the first level was fun. Hmm. Everything after it was actually kind of an ordeal. Yeah. No, I... Uh, I think I agree. Like this. Look at this. Oh! Oh, and then fall in the pit! Why didn't whoever finish the level? We just started playing. This is like fucking ten minutes in... This is two and a half minutes, three minutes into our first playthrough of the game. We didn't know yet. We didn't know better.
1: Ah, yeah, the crab. I did, like, the weird story, and then all of a sudden you're in the ship, and...
0: Yeah, the, like, art... Yeah, 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 where you're time-traveling. Yeah, Yeah, that was good. That was good. I think maybe I could see myself revisiting this as a one-player game and trying to play it all the way through. Because it was challenging. It was was a game for grown-ups, I felt like. It was a game for grown-ups, deceptively. Yeah.
1: Doesn't really look like it. No,
0: but, uh... But I'm still gonna have to give it a not fun. All right, next on the list we've got uh, Lost Castle. Yeah. Remember Lost Castle? I do. Uh, Lost Castle, fun? Not fun. I didn't. I didn't like. It. What? What didn't you like about it? Mm felt cheap. Felt cheap. I mean, it does have that same sort of vertical drop heroes feel to it, sort of flash game ish. Yeah. Um, it, it was, was unforgiving too. Was it? Oh yeah, this game was really fucking hard. Yeah. Lost Castle was wildly hard. Mm-hmm. I think that um, it was procedurally generated. Yep. You start out with a, a weapon not of your choosing. Uh-huh. And go through, there was guns, but it's mostly like a dungeon-crawling up 2D kind of, well, 2.5D kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And then when you die, it's like your heir. Who, oh, yeah, yeah, Who yeah, gets yeah. like
1: some of your traits.
0: Yeah, so it does sort of have the same vibe as like Rogue Legacy had. Oh, sorry, I've got the mic off on stream. It it had the same vibe like Rogue Legacy had, but uh, just not as good or fun. It felt clumsy and really difficult, and I didn't enjoy it. I'm sorry I ever played it. You played it a bunch. What? I didn't play this after... Oh, yeah, this one. You played that other one that I did not Lunch to. I don't know which one you're talking about. Another castle-type game. Like this?
1: Mmm... The character, the art was pretty similar.
0: Oh, I think you're talking about uh, Enter the Gungeon. No, not gen, Oh. It doesn't matter. Yeah, it doesn't matter. But yeah, overall rating on Lost Castle, not fun. Probably in my bottom five for the year. I this game was just shit. It's just another castle fighty look I mean, just look at it. Look at it. I know you can't see this in Radioland, but goddamn it. It's, you don't want to see it. You don't want you're you're lucky. You're the lucky ones here. We gonna... I don't think that game was even free. I think that game came in a bundle. Uh next up is Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm 4. What did you think of this game? It's fun. It's a good game. Yeah, it reminded uh, me of, like, Budokai or something. It's a Naruto fighting game. It is very similar to Dragon Ball Z Budokai. It's uh, actually
1: even more boiled down.
0: Oh, okay. I mean, easier. Ah. Considerably easier. Oh, yeah, because you've only got, like, one attack button. Yeah, it you've felt got, like,
1: a- two attacks and then, like, combat.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was- I mean, it's fun, and it looks great. It does,
1: and you can... Actually, it feels really good, and you can learn the entire like ins and outs of the whole game in 10 minutes, mm-hmm. and be a competitor. It's nice.
0: Yeah, and I think that the the whole visual appeal of this... I mean, testament to this game is that I don't know shit about Naruto, but after playing this game and seeing how fucking crazy it was, I wanted to go watch some Naruto, and did end up watching the first like 60 episodes of Naruto. Yeah. And regretting it now, but... Fun, fun game. Uh, cooler world than it is a show. Uh, the powers are awesome. I love all the wacky ass jutsus. Yeah. And I like the triple team like Marvel vs. Com- Capcom uh, sort, of, sort of arrangement where you can swap everybody out or use different people who have different powers that are complementary to one another. That's a cool strategy element that you don't see in all fighting games. Sure. And uh, here you'll see I-, I believe I am playing as the last boss. Yeah. Against you as Naruto in a pajama hat. Yep. Sweet game. Sleepy time Naruto. Two, two funds up on Naruto Ultimate Ninja Storm.
1: Oh, definitely.
0: Go go pick that one up, guys. I think there's actually a newer one you can get. Wow. That must be. It's like Ultimate Burst. Like bo Nin- Rudo. After that, we have our one of our Halloween games, Trick and Treat. Go back. Trick and Treat. I think this was another one-person project made in, like, RPG Maker. Yeah, because it was... Well, it just... Yeah, it looks and feels that way. Trick and treat, you take on the role of... Uh, was she a demon?
1: No, here's a girl trick-or-treating.
0: Yeah, you're just some girl dressed like a pumpkin, and you're with another girl, and you get locked in a house somewhere. Yep. Uh, it's pretty standard, like... It's- it's like a- it's like an old Final Fantasy game, top-down, sort of tiled RPG walk-around, but you don't fight anybody. Did you- did you fight anybody?
1: I don't think we made it that far. We got stuck pretty early on. But
0: are you even supposed to fight people? Because it seemed like it was mostly just walking around, we talking. We had HP. Oh, that's right! Yeah, you could go into your- you could go into the menu, and there was hit points and skill points and stuff. But we had we, a class. We never got far enough in the game to actually fight any battles, which is crazy, because we played this game for like two hours. And we got stuck on a puzzle because we didn't find the key under the rug in room two or whatever. But we did get stuck like
1: an hour and ten minutes into it. So, I mean, come on.
0: What, what are you trying to say with that? I don't
1: know. It's just like even the most, you know, long-winded intro Final Fantasy games, you're you're fighting something in the first hour. It's
0: Fair enough. Yeah, and also that, you know, 20 minutes went by and then we missed a puzzle element and then another 45 minutes went by. And then they were like, hey, did you catch that puzzle element an hour ago? That doesn't add up. You get me you you, you catch my meaning. Trick or treat, funds down. Not fun. Bad game. It made my funds. <laughs> Pretty sure that's an actual company. I had a
1: raging fun until I played this the next game, Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. No,
0: it's Riding Club Championship, a free to play horse riding and jumping game. I'll tell you
1: this, it looks like Twilight Princess right here.
0: Oh yeah? Kind of. I mean, yeah, yeah there was a lot of horse riding.
1: Just that, the horse. There? Well, there was, you know, yeah, a horse.
0: Riding Club Championship, free-to-play horse riding game. Fun or not fun? I
1: had fun, but not because of the game.
0: Again, that's, I think, the third time that you've said that. Tonight. Yeah, but
1: it's fun. It's fun to have fun with a bad game. Yeah, it's it, funny. Our horse was a freak. Yeah. Like,
0: yellow, orange mane, and, yeah, we had a freaky horse. Dude, he looked like Kratos, the horse.
1: Yeah, we did some graded stuff, you know, online. 30,000 people online.
0: Oh, Yeah. Yeah. No, this, I, uh, yeah, this is the concept here is not necessarily bad. Horse riding can be fun, I guess. I've but played some games. Probably if you where,
1: actually ride the horse.
0: Well, what I mean is, I've played some games where they have a horse riding mechanic that is not awful. If it, it feels enjoyable, like what? Um, Red Dead Redemption. Yeah. Um, maybe, I haven't played the new Metal Gear Solid, but I understand that has a horse in it and I expect he probably has some decent mechanics behind him. But that's the thing about this that bugged me, was that I've played games, you know, Skyrim had horses, Uh, they weren't great, they were pretty wacky, but they were there. Uh, but they still felt better than these horses, and this game is first and foremost all about riding a horse around, so how can you make it feel so shitty? Like, the power, like, the, it just didn't feel good when you're riding around in your horse. Oh, and the grooming. There was that stupid-ass grooming mechanic where you had to scrub them and fucking pound their, like, pick shit out of their horseshoes. <laughs>
1: yeah, that was stupid.
0: Yeah. That took, like, 15 minutes. And the world felt lazy.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, I think that the world was just a bunch of different elements of people's final projects for some sort of AutoCAD program. Slapped down into a field program.
0: Yeah, maybe not even people's. These are just like the buildings that come in the pack. Oh, yeah, because like
1: the... there's like a pagoda and just all over the place. The yeah, architecture is weird. up
0: and down the blocks. fucking weird. So, t- two funds down. This is you at the pinnacle of your racing form. And yeah, look at these trees. Look Every how...
1: tree's different. It's like pretty obvious. Just a smattering of pre rendered objects.
0: Yeah, if you're. A fourteen-year-old girl who really wants to play a horse-riding video game, there are probably others besides this that you can find. Go play a Zelda game. They, they ride horses in that, that's good. Two funds down on riding world championships. Computer starting to freak out a little bit again. I just don't think it's
1: technically a game. What's this?
0: Up next we have... The Deadly Tower of Monsters. Oh! This is a top-down isometric, I guess you'd call it a brawler what kind of game is this? It's, it's a weird game. Run around and hit things, game. Another game that wasn't meant for two people. Mm-hmm. And it really showed in this one. Oh I yeah, I, I th- mean they just threw two player on at the end. Wasn't it like if I fell off a cliff as second player and died, I just teleported back to where you were not off the cliff? Yeah. Oh yeah. As a second I th- player, I
1: I was just like hanging with you and if i
0: like ran too far away from you you just get warped to me yeah i i was completely inconsequential Mm -hmm. this is a game that really really (laughs) underlines the fact that it was not designed to be two-player i think they even put a very specific caveat where they're just like yeah yeah i don't know you guys want a two-player it's here but it's an afterthought they
1: they said don't play two-player it's not gonna be as good and also i mean to the point where the the second player is just an exact clone of player one right i mean i don't even think that we had color variation
0: no i don't think so either we were just
1: straight up two dudes mirror image running side by side mm-hmm.
0: but this was a cool game the premise is great i love like old 50s 40s sci-fi shit um i love the the vehicle for this game that it's meant to be uh a, a, oh, watching the movie yeah we're like, watching yeah. the movie while the director comments on what's going on in the movie and like the production like Oh, you know, it turns out that you can make pretty convincing ant aliens if you just slap some gold spray paint on their asses or whatever. Yeah, gold. Yeah, spray paint on a terrier. Yeah, and <laughs> that was really great, and I can appreciate the shit out of that. Uh, I'd say, besides the two-player co-op thing, my main complaint with this game was the weird, like, space invaders over the cliff oh, mechanic. Yeah, that was. That I plan. don't really understand why they threw that in, or why they thought that was good, or who told them that that was fun because it was just kind of clumsy and didn't add much to the game overall. Uh I don't know if I have an example of that right here at the ready. I think they but just
1: wanted one more mechanic and, you know,
0: maybe. But overall, uh an interesting idea executed not very well. I don't know. I
1: I thought that like you could just run the audio from this game and it would be an interesting like hour. Yeah, fair enough. The it, the audio really was like a step Beyond most games, mm-hmm. definitely a passion project. Somebody wrote, "Oh man, a long script for this guy."
0: Yeah, and yeah. hey,
1: you know, mad props, and it's a good story.
0: It's funny. It is. It was yeah. like consistently funny. Mm-hmm. So, I guess there's that. If you're gonna play this game, if you're gonna play the Deadly Tower of Monsters, understand that the game is not the point so much as the world and the and the story and the narration, the comedy. It probably is worth it for that because it's not a bad game. It doesn't feel bad to no, play. Play it with one player. Yeah, and just play it one player because the two-player mode really sucks. <laughs> um,
1: it's mostly camera stuff too. So
0: I guess funds up. I'm giving this one a funds up. Yeah, it's a good game. Agreed. Okay, it's just maybe two, two or three more left. Wow. Uh, we should do all of our years
1: in wrap-up form. What do you mean? Just instead like, of doing podcasts at all, I mean, we did, what did we do, 20 games today, but just summaries of them? Uh huh. Yeah, we should do that. Don't have to spend all these hours playing games. Just wrap <laughs> up other people's stuff for them.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this is what the Game Grumps played in 2016, and we're going to talk about those games. Yeah, no, yeah, I, easy. Next one Rise of Flight, free to play airplane World War I combat. Fun or not fun? I was better at taking off than you.
1: Fun. Amazing. This game
0: was amazing. I think that this It was
1: so hard.
0: I think this game could be a lot of fun if I had a lot of the stuff unlocked, like the other campaigns. I don't think you start with anything unlocked except for the tutorial, which doesn't make a fucking lick of sense. And you have maybe three planes, and then they spend a bunch of time showing you all the other missions available, and how you can't play them until you unlock another plane that I'm pretty sure you have to buy on their website. Oh yeah. And so, we just ended up playing through a bunch of the tutorial missions. And it's confusing and difficult and not really very fun. It's not what I was going for when I went into a game like this. I wanted dogfighting. I wanted probably Battlefield 1, honestly. I, I love mean, flight sims. I mean, I was I was looking forward to
1: this. I, it could have been good. But did you find it fun? Like No. I, well, I mean, I found it pretty shitty mm-hmm. because it was.
0: No, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm yeah. giving this one a total funds down. Do not play this game. Fuck this game. The per-
1: the perspective when you're whack.
0: Oh, the first person shit.
1: There was no good one.
0: Yeah, no, there really wasn't. It was all pretty bad. Yeah, you try and go into free camera mode, and it's literally free camera mode where it just like unattaches the camera entirely from your plane, and your plane just starts sailing. Well, yeah, it's like the
1: camera is like a a little buoy that you just drop behind you right away, and it's like, oh, there he goes, Mm -hmm. flying away. Mm -hmm. Little plane just yeah. You turn,
0: and it's like, oh, I'm crashing, I'm spinning down. Yeah, it really doesn't work, Uh, and I don't think yeah. Maybe if this game got an okay third-person camera, it might be more play, but I don't see that happening, and... The game would be better if it was different. (laughs) As it stands right now, fun's down. Don't play this game. Oh,
1: but I love the voice acting.
0: Oh yeah, all the videos and stuff were pretty good. It sounded like just that
1: weird program where you can, you know, write stuff out, and then the gentlemanly voice
0: says Mm -hmm. it. You have to remember that the wings are a product of lift and drag and, and pull and yaw. Now listen up, son. The wing. The wing. Yeah, you're totally right. Then we played Cry of Fear. You remember Cry of Fear? Yeah. Cry of Fear was a not scary game. No, it wasn't. It was actually a mod. It's a mod for something. I don't remember what. It might be like a Half-Life 1 mod. It was weird. It was not scary. It was supposed to be. Yeah, I'm not sure. Like, I, I feel like this is one of those things is I... I I'm confused by the... Get us into the meat. Show what? us the oh, okay. meat. okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want the side sauce. Uh, um, the appetizer. I was confused... or I'm, I'm confused by the general theme of, like, neophyte creators making horror things. Like, it seems so common to see, like, amateur filmmakers are like, well, I make horror movies. That's what I started with. Yeah. Or, like, I make mods for this game. I'm going to make a horror mod. Why is horror so... I mean, is it because it's, like, the cheapest way to get thrills out of people because you don't have to buy guns as props or pay any women to be sexy in your video or something? It's like, oh, we'll just make it dark and, like, I'll bang on the other side of this door and people will be like, oh, what's going on? I have to pay attention. Horror movie, you know? I just – I don't get it. Is is there do – you, do you have any theories on why amateur art creation and horror seem to intersect so thoroughly? No, I'm just – Remembering how how fucking weird this game was. Oh yeah, and all the people's really weird walking animations. And yeah, just like and you just have your phone. You're just like. I kind of feel like the weird walking animations were like, okay, I want to make the guy shamble, and then they like tried to make him shamble, and he did that like thing, and they were like, ah, close enough. That's scary too. Like, like Whoa. he doesn't he doesn't shamble in a very organic way. He shambles like a freaked out G mod mannequin, but good enough. Um. Yeah, not fun. This game, I I got rid of this game like as soon as we stopped playing it. Oh, nice some product placement. What was that for? Coca-Cola.
1: There's just three bottles of Coca-Cola. Sponsored on the by
0: Coca-Cola. Obviously. Yeah, and you spend a lot of time walking around with your cell phone light, and the few times that you fight monsters, it's not in engaging combat, it's usually pretty stupid. It's hard because they'll kill you, they do a lot of damage, but you know, like, you'll be in a room with a TV on one side of you and a bed on the other. And you're trapped in a foot and a half wide passageway because you can't step on the bed. Yeah. And it's just, it doesn't feel good. It doesn't look good. It, it shows its age, I guess, more accurately. And um, I'm not really a big fan of horror games. A well done horror game, I can really appreciate. Amnesia. I fucking loved Amnesia. I thought that they did a lot of things really right. Funds down. Cry of fear. So we're like 50-50 on good and bad, it's about. Uh, like... Between us, or like, for games? Like for games, games. For the year.
1: We enjoyed about half.
0: I don't know, the other thing though is that like, at least three times now we've said, I enjoyed that game, because it was really bad. Yeah, that's fine. I like National Treasure quite a bit. Mm-hmm. I mean, I watch Mystery Science Theater, and that's just people appreciating bad things, as a TV show. Hmm. Next up is, what I suspect is somebody's favorite game of the year, How to Survive. Loved it. It's a great game. How to Survive was amazing. It was, uh, it felt really great. I would actually played most of the way through this game. I never played to the end, and I'm glad that I got to play with you, um, and because you were enjoying it so much that it was really just reinvigorating my love for this game from the time I was playing it before. Uh, controls great. Mm-hmm. Difficulty level is right on. Day night cycle feels cool and it has consequences. Yep uh crafting systems kind of shitty they they actually that's yeah. that's one of the things that they changed in the second one is one of the few changes from first from the first one to the second one that i liked is that they moved into the go into a crafting menu and it just gives you a list of all the things that you can build with the stuff in your inventory right now yeah and if you want to craft it you just craft it and it pulls the required things from your inventory way better than making all the like looking up recipes and being like okay i have to attach the handgun handle to the fire extinguisher instead of the long pipe and then the air compressor to get the fucking shotgun or what the fuck ever uh but that's really my only complaint I mildly
1: mean, inconvenient at most at most yeah,
0: yeah. I, I mean it's basically a twin stick shooter i love twin stick shooters they're one of my favorite genres of game and this one just adds the whole zombie survival food drink kind of element does it in a way that's not annoying, like you're not constantly worried about your food and drink, but it is a factor. Food, so drink, like and uh, sleepiness, like Sleepiness. And yeah. tiredness, exhaustion is, I guess, the clinical word we can use. But yeah, uh, I, I would almost... is this your number one game of the year? Probably, this or Scribble Nuts. Yeah, I... jeez, I don't know, I kind of want to give it to Pokemon Uranium, but I guess how to survive... Uh, this might be actually one of the only games we beat, too. Yeah. I think maybe three of the games we played, we beat.
1: Yeah, I could also attribute it to being like a four-hour game. Mm-hmm. It's very beatable. Very beatable. <laughs> Final boss was kind of eh.
0: Yeah, that was a disappointing thing. Which, side note, uh, same went with Dying Light, which we did not play on stream, but I played, and it was the same way. Zombie game, survival, drink, eat, uh, craft weapons, and I had a lot of fun with it all the way through until... I got to the final boss sequence which was in garbage and just really pissed me off. Uh, we skipped one. I don't know where the hell it is. Here it is. God, Sacred 3. Sacred 3. Basically Diablo, but not as good at all. Or close. Well, I don't know, I I really just try and stick to these lighter, co-op-y combat games whenever we're doing Monday night streams. And this one was a good example of that. I think what I was really trying to do was find something that redeemed this experience for you after Gauntlet. It's like, oh man, now I really need to find something that is two-player couch co-op like medieval battle that Ryan's gonna enjoy. I didn't know anything about this game, but when I went and got it uh, most of the reviews said Sacred 2 was so great and this is nothing like Sacred 2. I hate it. Fuck you developers. But I actually enjoyed this game. I didn't think it was amazing. It didn't blow me away. Uh, The voice acting was pretty cheesy but... I had fun playing it, like, for what I expected coming into it, which was run around and kill guys, and and feel, like, kind of powerful, doing, like, mana whirlwind attacks and mm-hmm. stuff. So, um... I
1: like the enemies having the shield, and then you had, like, shield break.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That yeah. was nice. It's a secondary, like, strategy thing, forces you out of your regular strategy. Yeah, actually, you know, this game did... did all right. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give this game a fun, honestly. Yeah. I... Haven't gone back and played it, but I, I like it. I like this game. Oh, I was the gigantic barbarian dude. Mm-hmm. That was fun. No, I was uh, Energy wins. Tilda Swinton. Um, <laughs> so so yeah, this one gets this one gets two funds, I guess. But there's tiny funds. It's like lowercase fun. The lower cuff? Mm-hmm. Well, that was that was that. That was a lot of video games. That's not all. We just skipped one, and I went back. We still got we still got mm, two more. All and, right. And then you're free to go. I'm not free. That's overstating things. We've got two more and then you're required to go, by mandate. Uh, Digimon World Masters Online, the MMO for Digimons. Possibly the greatest MMO ever made. This might actually be my worst game of 2016. Really? Yeah. I mean, I fucking hate Digimon. I think they're dumb. They're like like dollar store Pokemon uh, trying too hard with their leather jackets and their robot like Tyrannosaurus Rexes, <laughs> and the game itself was super bad. You said more than once that it seemed like an, a bad MMO that just had Digimon slapped on top of it. Yeah, I think it was. It is possible, I don't know, I could go either way on that one. But There was no Digimon
1: specific anything in this
0: game. Any way you look at it, it was a bad game. It was paced really slow, um, the combat felt like garbage, your entire screen is clogged with UI elements the entire time, which I don't know if that's a thing in WoW. Is this what your screen looks like in WoW? Like, have hella boxes well, I mean, just all over the yeah, place? Yeah, but
1: it makes much more sense. Okay. And they they walk you through it. Sure. Yeah. They, they... they had so many things in this game that I just I couldn't. Like this, the egg guy, he was like, give me eggs. And you're like, oh, okay, here's an egg. And he gives you some very bizarre item in return mm-hmm. that's not a baby. Mm hmm. Well, it was like like he wanted to analyze
0: your egg, and he analyzes your egg, and then, like, gives it back to you. And then you put it through, like, a a different machine, and it's like, oh, we turned this egg into a pants for you. I've played a lot of
1: games like this, and this one was just very bizarre and hard to follow. Yeah. Oh, and the bad translations.
0: The the bad translations were the best and worst part of this game. It was literally, like, looking at someone just copy-paste everything into Google Translate. I mean, it's like now you are doing good with the rehabilitation in. And you're like, what? What are you saying, Agumon? I don't understand. Since when was I when was I being rehabilitated? So not fun. This game was horrendously bad. And full of bots. If you love Digimon, this'll make you hate Digimon, so still don't play it. Well, if you love Digimon, you just won't see anything of what
1: you love in this game. You'll just you'll be like, What is this? Yeah. This isn't what I love. This
0: is just <laughs> Nothing. Yeah. This is a perversion. Two funds down. Seriously though, it's like, where the fuck are they? Are they in the Digimon world or in the, are they in the real world? I think they're in the real world. Oh. And I guess what is the last game we officially played this year would be One Piece of Pirate Warriors 3. It's nice.
1: I mean, it's okay. It's
0: Dynasty Warriors, but with One Piece people. It is. It, it is actually, literally, exactly that. No, oh, we skipped another one, but we'll get to it. Uh, yeah, it was. it's actually literally that. You run around, you kill tons and tons of guys, and uh, they go flying, it makes you feel really cool and powerful. You um, do. I love... I actually don't like this as much as Dynasty Warriors. I thought I'd like it more, because you seem like a One Piece fan. Yeah. And I like playing, like, that was kind of the joy of the Naruto thing, when I'd be like, what's up with the old boy right here? And you're like, Oh, he does this and that, and he marries a shark later, or whatever, and you're like, what? But, uh, this just didn't seem like it had all that, well, oh yeah, there was, uh, what's his name? Larry, or whoever, that's powered by soda. That's kind of cool. And they never just explained that in the game. You'd have had to read the story to pick up on that, I think. Um, I had fun playing this game, but it, it is very mindless and extremely repetitive. Dynasty so,
1: Warriors is better.
0: Yeah, Dynasty Warriors is better. If you're a One Piece fan, you'll probably really enjoy this game. Um, I don't know, I mean... but if you, ha- if you haven't played Dynasty Warriors and you're a One Piece fan, you'll probably like this game. But if you've played this game and want more of the same, go play Dynasty Warriors, which actually feels cooler because it's not a cartoon as much. It's more realistic, so when you send 500 dudes flying, it's not like wacky cartoon antics. It's more like God of War. Oh, I just created a crater on the battlefield, and I'm amazing. Well, I don't know. It's
1: just the, you just feel like you're beating up on a bunch of people who aren't really part of the battle. It, it just the first time I played Dynasty Warriors, I was like, What am I playing? Why Why aren't they aware of me?
0: Yeah, and then I sat and then we sat there and played it for like six fucking hours.
1: Yeah, that was fun.
0: That was fun. You know, we could bust that back out. Mm-hmm like, right after we get done. Great. Actually, it's not installed on my computer right now. I think it's probably, like, 16 gigs to... One Piece. One Piece of Pirate Warriors. Okay, last one, and I promise. I don't have video for it up right off the top of my head, but Car Mechanic Simulator was the other one.
1: Oh, yeah! That was
0: the other one we did. That was the last game we did. I think it was made in Europe. I agree. Um, And, again, this game... I I really enjoyed Car Mechanic Simulator when we first started playing it, but it wore thin very quickly. Like, the mechanics never got more interesting, and... We had to fix the same goddamn thing, like,
1: 14 times in a row.
0: Yeah, and the, the progression system is too slow, it feels weird, and I don't feel like I'm really learning all that much about real cars.
1: It felt like they wanted me to spend real money, but I didn't see a place to...
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's like... It's like Come you on, want to ramp this up. Yeah, you know? it's like, like you get the idea, right? You're kind of into it now. Do you want the game to be fun? Yeah. Spend twenty dollars, but it never gave you that. It was just kind of like a game in name only, in that there were goals to achieve and a progression to make, but absolutely no story, no characters, no reason to care, and no educational value, really. A lot so, of Euro
1: trance music.
0: So, like, why? Why play it? it, is, is really my question. Like, I, because it I, came in the bundle. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Actually, I, I actually got that bundle for Car Mechanic Simulator. Oh, wow. Because I've been wanting to play a game like that for a long time. There's more than one. There's My Summer Car. There's, uh, I don't know, probably quite a few. But that was the first one of those I played. And I like the premise of it. I really like games that can, like, teach you things in a practical way and don't have to be necessarily about violence. You know, like Rocksmith. Or Rock Band. Like, learn to play drums with Rock Band. That's fucking awesome! I thought you meant, like, Mineral Smith. No, 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 there's a game called Rocksmith. Smith that's like, you plug in a guitar, an wow. actual electric guitar, and play Rock Band, essentially. Sure. But, things like that, like, think about how much time young children are willing to spend in video games, and like, when you can make that into a fun kind of skill training. Yeah. Like, that could be so powerful, and maybe parents would get off their kids' asses about fucking wasting all their time Jumping on Goombas and fighting in Call of Duty black operations. Yeah. And, uh, you know, like violent games are all well and good, but like there's so much space to expand. And I think that until someone does it well, like Guitar Hero or Rock Band or segues into it from another direction to make it cons- viable on like a business standpoint of consumers, uh, we're just going to keep seeing more, you know, fighting games and shooting games and racing games that are really flashy and sell and, re- and do all that stuff really well. But, don't necessarily enrich you in any way. Great, so more car mechanic simulators? Better car mechanic simulators is what I want. That's gonna make me happy. All right. What's gonna make you happy? I wanna play Stardew Valley. Okay. I'm gonna do that. Okay, we'll buy it right after we get off stream. Oh, and we can put it on the PC and stream it to the TV, and then you could uh, stream it. PC to TV, stream it. Okay, well, look out for that here real fucking soon. In the new year. Hey, hey. And uh, I want to thank everyone who stopped by for any reason in the stream, when I'm playing music, when we we're doing the Monday Nights at FunBase Alpha. Anything. Um, I have had. A lot, I don't know why the hell we decided to start doing it, but I'm really glad we did. Uh, and really looking back on it over a year is, I'm kind of blown away that we... Like, I'm looking at the path that I've set behind me, and it's a lot more than I expected. There is. There's a lot going on. It's kind of cool. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so going forward into 2017, I think that... I, I still want to do the weekly the weekly game sessions. Mm-hmm. I like I like like that dip your toe kind of thing. We'll probably change the schedule, make it easier for you to be here. Maybe put it on a Tuesday or something like that. Yeah. But that's something we can talk about uh, going into twenty seventeen. Um, also, there's not going to be podcast next week, so don't keep an ear out for that. You have to find something else to do. I'm sorry. Yeah. We might have to actually call that season zero, and I really want to like maybe spend the winter, like, hibernating my little seed and then coming back to it in March, or February, end of February, like we did this year and maybe just make that, like, the scope. Sounds nice. Season zero. The early days. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, if you guys just wanna, wanna give us big hugs, then maybe do that, cause I'm so lonely. Hit me up on Gmail. No, oh, yeah, Gmail hugs and I don't have a Facebook so. So whisper him in the Twitch like if I'm like hey Ryan's Ryan you've been getting hella fan mail on the Twitch channel you should probably respond to some of it. you will be like shut up I'm not getting on the Twitch channel and then all of a sudden you'll be on the Twitch channel and then I won't have to run it and pretend like there's more than one person involved in this. I'm here. See I'm physically here. Mm -hmm. No you've done a great job. I would, no I thank you especially but really thank everybody who's been doing fun based stuff all year that's, you know Brad, We mm-hmm. miss you, Brad. Um, um, I hope I get to talk to you again soon. And um, uh, Tanisha.
1: Definitely. Uh,
0: Ali for the Lasers and Feelings <laughs> series that we did. Oh, which reminds me if I... I kind of mentioned it, but we're probably going to end up doing more RPG tabletop stuff here, both on stream and maybe as part of the podcast too. I don't know. We'll see. But uh, I guess... Oh, who else can I thank? All the fucking Nick in the World bands? Yep. Fuck, thank you guys. Like, that was amazing and I couldn't believe that I got away with it by just asking people if they'd do a thing for me and then they were like, yes. I guess that's a thing in um, journalism. Yeah. It's where you like, just
1: ask and people will do things because you say you're a journalist for whoever. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I didn't even have to say I was a journalist, although that did help me, was like going out there and to be like, Oh, I'm not some asshole trying to be like, I like your band, can I talk to you? It's like, No, I'm here. I have a microphone. Yeah. Like I'm working. Like this I have I have would you like to see my press credentials kind of thing. Um and it like inflates you in a way. Yeah. Kind of where you just feel like you know, And it also helped me, like, exact a lot of value out of going out into the world and going to concerts and actually meeting people. Because I'm not a very social guy, you know, so he to be like, hey, my name's Nick, nice to meet you. Oh, no, I'm just some asshole at this concert or whatever. Well, I don't think like, anybody wants to be that guy. No, but if I go to them and I'm like... Oh, hello, fellow audience member. I'd love to speak with you, but I have work to do. I'm going to go talk to the band, you know. Like, yep, I got my little stick. Yep, mm-hmm. Go on. No, it was good. Uh, so thanks to all those people. Be- I mean, fucking, there's a long list. Butterflies of Death, uh, Robber's Roost, uh, Nick Wibben, uh, Emily uh, from Local News Legend who's actually been putting out a lot of new stuff, if you guys want to go check her out. She's probably on Facebook. She's definitely, she's good at Facebook. She's got a lot of Facebook friends. Oh, that's good. Um, uh, Jacob Norman, uh, especially Jacob Norman. I mean, uh, yeah, that was... He sent us pins. Yeah, he sent us pins, dude. That's fucking awesome. That was very nice. Um, who else? I'm forgetting someone. Um, 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 Narcade, what's that guy's name? Uh, shit. Uh, edited in right here. From Narcade. Brian Brian Folick. Brian Folick is his name. From Narcade. That guy was amazing. Just really everybody. Um, and anybody I forgot, thank you so much. 2016 was clumsy and weird, but we're on the bicycle moving forward now. And I really just. There's nowhere to go but downhill. Down this s- of fun <laughs> Good night. Good night, oh, it's, everybody. It's we'll see, we'll down see, see you in 2017, <laughs> okay? Okay. Oh, Bye. <laughs> die the das